Rand Paul is a man of many talents. He is a U.S. Senator, an ophthalmologist, a middle-aged man that looks like he's going through puberty, and a human vagina dehumidifier. And yet he's still only the second worst U.S. Senator from the Commonwealth of Kentucky. This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. As this is an unusual event for the month of December, it's typically our quietest month for uh, tornadoes, especially in Kentucky. In 2021, a series of tornadoes struck Kentucky, destroying 500 trailer parks and moonshine stills, hundreds of meth labs, and burning cross manufacturing plants, resulting in dozens and dozens of dollars of damages. Senator Rand Paul immediately demanded that the federal government pass emergency funding for Kentucky to help the children, cousins, wives, and sisters, often all four at the same time, that were hurt by this catastrophic weather event. And this makes sense because good Americans and also Kentuckians should receive help from the federal government when very bad things happen. But nearly a decade earlier, Hurricane Sandy tore into New Jersey with the singular fury of a Taco Bell triple crunch wrap through the gastrointestinal tract of a vegetarian. This rainy, windy, furious sumbitch caused nearly $30 billion in damages. When that happened, Senator Rand Paul voted against federal emergency funding for New Jersey. It was the worst thing that had happened to New Jersey since Snooky and the situation binged and banged on the boardwalk of the Jersey Shore. And yes, Senator Rand Paul voted against emergency relief for New Jersey, but he also voted against emergency funds for victims of Hurricanes Harvey, Irma, and Maria. And Rand Paul opposed the Gulf Coast Hurricane Aid Act, which was $1.1 billion in federal aid for people affected by Hurricanes Laura and Delta. Yep. Senator Rand Paul voted against all types of relief bills when it was faraway places like New Jersey, Texas, Narnia, and Sanity. But this rogue-gained Chia Pets was 100% on top of requesting federal money when it was Kentucky. And that's what you'll find with Rand Paul every single time. It's always a selfish, what's in it for me type of policy making. So people here will say they have great compassion and they want to help the people of Puerto Rico and the people of Texas and the people of Florida. But notice they have great compassion with someone else's money. Ask them if they're giving any money to Puerto Rico. Ask them if they're giving money to Texas. Ask them what they're doing to help their fellow man. And you'll find often that it's easy to be compassionate with someone else's money. He didn't worry about this compassion with someone else's money when it was Kentucky. 
But screw New Jersey and Puerto Rico. You know, it's funny how things change when they happen to you directly. Especially if you're the kind of dollar store douchebag that couldn't fathom the financial burden of experiencing empathy. Senator Rand Paul is like a house cat. He is convinced of his own independence, despite being utterly reliant on the same system he holds contempt for. Libertarianism is unique in its own way. It tends to support what is called a night watchman state, where the only function of a government is to protect its citizens from being injured or defrauded. Thus, government should only consist of a military, a police force, and a court system. Additionally, some libertarians think agencies like the FDA are intrusive because they try to regulate what you can and cannot ingest. Senator Rand Paul is a libertarian, a political philosophy that sounds great when you're a freshman crushing coors in your dorm room and sounds shitty when you're a father and a tornado crushes your dining room. He believes in the complete deregulation of business, allowing the wisdom of the free market to run rampant through the economy like dysentery on the Oregon Trail. He believes that private businesses know more than the federal government. An organization so wasteful, so corrupt, and so stupid that he's decided to help lead it for the past decade. Now, four cases now, and uh, we're well on our way. We're hoping to do about 40 cataract surgeries today and uh, hopefully about 200 over the next three or four days. Dr. Rand Paul is a U.S. senator, yes, but... He's also an eye doctor, a skilled ophthalmologist, perhaps one of the best in his state. But this guy, who looks like he's both single and divorced at the same time, hates the government regulating him as a doctor, even while doctors are normally regulated and he remains a part of the government. In 1992, the American Board of Ophthalmology, who is king shit of fuck mountain in ophthalmology, decided that doctors who go deep into your eye guts should take a test once every 10 years to prove that they were still competent. Every 10 years, like 10 years ago, America agreed that Kevin Spacey was an incredible actor and that Amy Winehouse was the next big star in music. So yeah, it's a good idea to check in on your heroes and your doctors every decade just to make sure they're still tip-top. But Rand Paul, a man that finds mayonnaise too spicy and pudding too hard to chew, instead started his own licensing board, consisting of his wife and his father-in-law, to avoid taking a test every decade to prove he wouldn't blind his patients. And surprise, surprise, he found that he was certified by his own licensing board with flying colors. And again, we go back to a theme, which is selfishness. Rules that apply to others don't apply to him. It's good to require stringent tests for eye doctors, but once it inconveniences Rand Paul, he'd rather burn the place down than submit to government intervention. 
and, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. Let's okay, you get NIH, one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. Rand Paul has toiled in the hopes of uncovering a QAnon conspiracy to strip Americans of their freedoms by forcing them to be considerate of the people around them for five minutes per day by wearing a mask. Senator Head Pubes directs most of his fury at the world's foremost infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, with the deafness of a dog being fucked on roller skates. Perhaps because he's jealous that Dr. Fauci can actually pass a competence test every 10 years. You are the one responsible. You are the architect. You are the lead architect for the response from the government. And now 800,000 people have died. Rand Paul hates this government doctor, even though he himself is a government doctor. Everything that I've said has been in support of the CDC guidelines. Wear a mask, get boosted. And if you think that the senator truly and deeply believes in solving the COVID-19 crisis, which is now in its third year, just remember that Rand Paul himself tested positive for COVID, worked out in the Senate gym, refused to wear a mask in Senate chambers, and voted against COVID relief policy all in the same day. You've advocated that your infallible opinion be dictated by law. Right. And this disrespect towards the only pandemic that you or I have ever lived in. You personally attack me. Trickles down to his staff as well. He's doing this for political reasons. The chief strategist for Senator Rand Paul tweeted that Dr. Fauci can go fuck himself. Is, he said in front of this committee. You think your takedown of three prominent was, epidemiologists was not political? You, you don't want me that to was finish because you know what I'm going to say. The question. Senator, Were you political and taking down this, these three point, prominent epidemiologists? Senator Paul, if you would please. Dr. Rand Paul fundamentally abandoned his Hippocratic Oath to protect the health and safety of his community and his constituents in the throes of a global pandemic. How do we know this? Because Rand Paul's a doctor. He's worn face masks his entire adult life. He understands better than you or I that masks are essential in keeping germs, bacteria, and viruses at bay. There are pictures from the past several decades of Rand Paul wearing face masks because, again, he's a highly educated eye doctor. But when you find yourself in the company of dumb people with terrible ideas such as Jim Jordan, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Matt Gates, it should be clear that the call of an inept government is not just coming from inside the house, but from inside the Senate, too. And while Rand Paul criticized vaccines, criticized Dr. Fauci, criticized mask mandates and COVID-19 lockdowns, his wife invested in Pfizer, and they wound up losing money. I think really there's a sophomore quality that is entertaining about Mr. Trump, but I am worried. I'm very concerned about him having him in charge of the nuclear weapons because I think his response, his, his visceral response to attack people on their appearance, short, tall, fat, ugly, 
my goodness, that happened in junior high. Are we not way above that? And would we not all be worried to have someone like that in charge of the nuclear arsenal? Mr. Trump. I never attacked him on his look. And believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there. Senator Rand Paul, a man who looks like the elf on a shelf if the elf on a shelf was an asshole, thinks of himself as a defender of personal liberty and a staunch defender of the integrity of our voting system. Yes, I'm very, very concerned that if you solicit votes from typically non-voters that you will affect and change the outcomes. I'm very worried. Yes, that's true. That's how voting works. In 2021, Rand Paul took to Twitter to describe how to steal an election. This is the entire tweet in full. Quote, how to steal an election, seeding an area heavy with potential Democratic votes with as many absentee ballots as possible, targeting and convincing potential voters to complete them in a legally valid way, and then harvesting and counting the results. Again, this is exactly how voting works. And like we discussed with mask mandates to prevent sickness and government cash when tornadoes rip through your state, all of these things are understandable to anyone with a grade school education. And Rand Paul is clearly smart enough to understand them. But if facts, science, political tradition, or voting doesn't benefit him directly, he has no use for it. If Congress were a kitchen, he'd be the no-purpose flower. Kentucky Senator Paul Rand Paul is speaking out about the moment his neighbor attacked him. Paul says the violence caught him off guard. Dr. Rene Boucher assaulted Paul eight months ago at his home in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Now, Boucher recently pleaded guilty to assaulting the sitting senator back in November. The judge sentenced Boucher to 30 days in prison, but Paul is appealing to get that changed to 21 months behind bars. Senator Rand Paul was tackled by surprise by his neighbor, Rene Boucher, an anesthesiologist. While Rand Paul mowed his yard, causing him to break several ribs. It's hard to tell what's worse, an anesthesiologist that can't knock a guy out or an ophthalmologist that didn't see it coming. And while violence is never the answer and no one should be attacking Rand Paul even though Let's be honest, we understand why his neighbor might wish to save America from Rand Paul. It shouldn't be glossed over. This was a very real injury, resulting in multiple surgeries and a painful recovery. But if Rand Paul doesn't trust the advice of doctors, he shouldn't have seen one when he was beat up by a guy named Renee. The FBI and Capitol Police launched an investigation after someone sent a suspicious package to Senator Rand Paul's home. The large envelope contained white powder. Investigators are trying to determine if the substance is harmful. The Kentucky senator says he has been targeted by violent tweets on social media, including by singer Richard Marks. Of course, because when it happens to Rand Paul, it must be a deep-seated conspiracy between his neighbor, the stone-cold Steve Austin of anesthesiology, and the guy who wrote, right here waiting for you. A person was arrested who was on their way from Sacramento to Washington, D.C. at a speed stop in Iowa. And they asked, the police asked him where he was going, 
and he was going to Washington, D.C. to kill Dr. Fauci. And they found in his car an AR-15 and multiple magazines of ammunition because he thinks that maybe I'm killing people. So I ask myself, why would Senator want to do this? So go to Rand Paul website and you see fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says contribute here. You can do $5, $10, $20, $100. So you are making a catastrophic epidemic for your political gain. So Dr. Rand Paul attacks Dr. Anthony Fauci, presidential health advisor to the last dozen presidents, causing Dr. Fauci to receive multiple death threats. And Rand Paul, he's fine with this. But when the senator, whose hair looks like Bigfoot's nutsack, gets gang tackled doing yard work, he insists on retribution and justice. Tornadoes slamming into New Jersey and Puerto Rico, that's fine, but not when it's Kentucky. And voting is fine, unless it goes against Rand Paul, in which case it's corrupt. Because if violence, bad things, death threats, if it happens to anyone else, Rand Paul's cool with it, man. But when it happens to him, himself, This man that looks like he smells of hot dog water just simply can't bear to face the same situation and circumstances that he regularly ignores when it happens to other human beings. Rand Paul, American Senator, Kentucky dipshit, ophthalmologist, curly-headed fuck, and perhaps the only man in history to have PTSD simply from mowing his own lawn. But more importantly, he's a hypocrite. He's a man who separates himself from the pack, insisting on different standards and rules for himself than what he insists for others. Because hey, he's Rand Paul. And he knows more than you or I ever will just how special he is. And we're putting a cork in this episode of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. Season 2, Episode 3 on Rand Paul. This podcast is produced and performed by Eric Gray and co-written by TJ Small. TJ's got some really funny stuff, uh, both on Fiverr and also on Medium. Check out the show notes to get his links and read some of his truly excellent writing. And don't forget the website, ericexplains.com. There's some special bonus content for people who sign up for the mailing list. Once again, go check it out, ericexplains. That's E-R-I-C explains.com.